The biggest winner of the day on earnings is not tech. It is very much old school retail. JW Nordstrom up 38% has continued to extend its climb the further the session's gone on. Let's bring in Ivan Feinstein back with us regularly here on the show to talk some retail. And uh, Ivan, uh, welcome back to the program. This Nordstrom move uh, is big, even by Nordstrom standards, as it tends to gap around on earnings. But the fact it's continued throughout the day seems to suggest there's some real conviction. Has something finally changed at this company? Yes. I mean, all of their ongoing investment in omnichannel fulfillment and the fact that they all along had a significantly different uh, value proposition for consumers. They excel in service. They excel in uh, omni-channel fulfillment, whether buy in store, deliver to your house, buy online, pick up in store, have it shipped. Also, the rack business has uh, been you know, somewhat fixed, is doing better. So all in all, it's a great quarter, and it follows the great results we saw from Macy's uh, a short time ago. So with Macy's uh, and Nordstrom, now both seeing uh, big rallies on earnings, uh, have we uh, officially put the, the worst of the possible outcomes for big box retail behind us? Because uh, pre-COVID, there were still you know, murmurs about um, how much uh, clearing out there needed to be done in this industry, how much brick and mortar we needed. Then obviously, if it made it, if you made it through COVID, it feels like you can make it through anything. Well, I think that uh, the pandemic just accelerated the trends that were going to happen over the next few years to happen, you know, in, in a year or so. And uh, you know, the strong survive, and definitely Nordstrom's companies like Nordstrom's that have a unique value proposition, where they have unique and differentiated merchandise. They connect with their consumer through either a loyalty program or a combined loyalty program and credit card. Same as the way Macy's does, also the, the way Target does. We saw great results from Target. And uh, their, their uh, investor day the other day was uh, you know, very well received. So I think we are seeing the resurgence of retail. I mean, malls are packed even through the pandemic when people could go out, they would go out. The majority of retail still takes place in a store. Uh, so consumers love to shop. Shopping, shopping is a social experience. So um, I think that uh, the winner, the survivors here will be the winners. Ivan, uh, do they still need to uh, keep up the Nordstrom rack business or uh, should they leave that to Ross and TJ? It seems like uh, what's been more important to them is really nailing the digital side. Uh, and uh, uh, how does that connect in with Nordstrom rack? Is, is that a burden or is that a benefit to them? Well, I think it's all part of it. And um, while Nordstrom Rack has evolved to being a store that uh, gets merchandise specifically for it, where it was originally, yes, where they would send, um, you know, end of season uh, merchandise from their um, main stores, I still think uh, consumers like bargains. They love the treasure hunt experience that stores like Nordstrom's and, of course, TJ Maxx and Marshalls and even Home Goods have. So uh, everybody likes to go and look for a bargain. And I, I think you need a, a barbell approach. You need the high-end, full-price Nordstrom store, which also does merchandise well. They don't have, um, you know, value price. They have two two sales a year, and um, they offer differentiated merchandise. And you see that the retailers, as I said, great news out of Nordstrom's, great news out of Macy's, great news out of Target. 
retail is back and it's back very strong. And uh, how far do you think uh, this could run for Nordstrom? I mean, uh, it's, it's divided up into a couple different phases of price activity this past uh, decade. Uh, COVID obviously was initially uh, a big negative, but it bounced back pretty quick, then pulled back again. So we're still kind of near the COVID lows. Uh, it, it, if you're framing it uh, over the big picture, which is near the, the decade lows still, uh, we got up to 83 bucks back in 2015. Uh, what's a reasonable expectation investor uh, should have for a stock like Nordstrom or Macy's, like a, a return expectation? Well, I think you got to have exposure to retail and you buy the, a combination of leading names. You buy high-end retail like Nordstrom's, you buy um, value-priced retail like uh, Target, you buy Costco. Um, you know, you have to have a few names in your portfolio, but I think over time, Nordstrom's will continue to recover. They'll continue to innovate. Remember that before the pandemic, they were opening stores when other retailers were closing them. Uh, you know, and right before the pandemic, they opened a flagship store in New York City. And, um, you know, that was an incredible shopping experience in that store. And unfortunately, the pandemic came, but you know, they've held up well. Um, they cut costs, they manage their cash flow, they cut their dividend. And I think over time, cash flow will improve. Uh, all of these surviving operators like Nordstrom's have reduced cost. They've improved uh, their supply chains. And as the supply chains recover from the pandemic disruption, things will only get better. Cash flow will improve. They'll eventually bring back their dividend. They'll eventually resume share repurchases and they'll continue to uh, invest in new growth initiatives like digital capabilities and different ways to connect and service consumers. Okay, there it is. Bold case for retail. Pepper in a little Costco in the mix. How can you go wrong? Ivan, thanks for the analysis.